Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. Another big update today for our markets. Now marking the fourth time, so every day this week, that we've had big gains, 1%, 2% plus moves every day so far this week. This now marks the first time since 1980, so 40 years, that the S&P 500 has finished up 1% four days in a row. So to give you a little bit of a reference there on how big of a move this has been this week, despite the contested presidential election, all the disrupting factors that are out there right now, it makes this move, move even that much more incredible. And as far as the election goes, it's looking like this is going to continue to be a process that's going to take weeks, if not months, to actually be decided. And looking like we're going to have to get the Supreme Court involved. There's going to be recounts, all types of different things for this. And when we were looking at this, we, we said a lot on the podcast that no matter who gets elected, the market is ready to head higher here in the short term. One thing that we didn't talk a lot about was a contested election because the market's do hate uncertainty, but that is not what we have seen this week. The market has been loving this uncertainty so far. We'll see how, how much that continues here, but it's looking at least increasingly likely that we will have a gridlocked government, even if Biden is elected, and that is a huge positive for our markets. It could be the reason why we're heading higher right now. Markets love gridlock. That's because it makes big legislation hard to pass, makes big changes. It takes away the uncertainty of big changes. The market can carry on then. Companies can carry on. Business as usual. No big changes coming up here. No um, rules and regulations that benefit one industry and harm another. Uh, So our markets love this uncertainty and it's definitely been loving it this week. Also today, we had a Federal Reserve speech from Jay Powell. As we've talked about here often, and we were watching for it today, when Jay Powell speaks, he has a tendency to cause sell-offs. But that is not what we saw today at all. Our markets finished at or above right where they were when he started speaking today. So that is a positive occurrence here for Mr. Jay Powell, um, which This overall made for another strong day for our markets. The Russell 2000 led the way today. It's interesting because it was our laggard yesterday. Now, it's tough to read too much into that, but strong performance in small caps signals strength for the U.S. economy. Now, that's because these are smaller companies primarily doing business in the U.S., not big multinationals uh, that that can rely on other countries. So the markets, as a forward-looking mechanism, Small caps leading would signal that at least the market thinks that President Trump is going to win a re-election here because U.S. companies would likely do better under a Trump presidency. So even if that isn't the case, this performance continues to bode well for the U.S. economy in in the short, medium term as well. So the Russell 2000 finishing up 2.78% today to 1660 we were followed there by the NASDAQ, nice day as well, up 2.59% to 11,890. We were followed there by the Dow, finishing up 
1.95% here to 28,390, a nice 542-point move. And the S&P, same here, 1.95% higher to 3,510. A couple other items that I want to point out here today that we covered yesterday as well. The VIX just falling off of a precipice here, absolutely collapsing. Just last Friday, the VIX hit a 41. Today, it fell another 6.73% and is back below 30 at 27 for the VIX. It's been an incredible fall this week for the VIX. Also, before I get to the internals, uh, a couple other things that Kip and I were talking about yesterday uh, in regards to stocks, though. First, Chinese stocks, up big yesterday. Up, not as big as yesterday, but still up again today. That signals that there's a high possibility of a Biden election because he will go easier on China. First Solar, which is a Chinese solar company, which also would do well because of Chinese stocks doing well under Biden presidency and because of a possible Green New Deal. Another big factor there was down big yesterday, down over 8%. That signaled to us a Trump victory. But today it gapped up got back all of those losses and then some, finishing up 8.9% on the day-to-day. So at this point, that's more of an observation than anything. So we'll see how that plays out. We'll be monitoring it here. And the other one we're watching closely is gun stocks, which were down big yesterday. That hinted to us that a Trump presidency could be possible. While gun sales are at all-time highs, it's interesting to see gun stocks not soaring because of great sales. But it's because the market, of course, is a forward-looking mechanism. Under Trump, there would be no risk for the Second Amendment, so no reason for gun sales to stay at all-time highs, at least until the end of his term. Now, if Biden were elected, there could be some fear about uh, some alterations to the Second Amendment. Gun sales would continue to skyrocket, and gun stocks would rally. Today, Ruger, uh, one of the biggest gun manufacturers here in the U.S., got about half of its losses back from yesterday, about a 10% move lower yesterday, up about 5% today. Again, an observation here more than anything else, but something we'll continue to monitor and report on here. Uh, Let's take a look at our internals today now, which were absolutely rock solid today. Advances, beating out declines strongly, coming in just over 3.5 to 1 positive. New 52-week highs to lows had a really strong day as well. Almost 10 to 1 positive on the day today, just below that. And volume, if you remember, if you tuned into our podcast yesterday, this was a really interesting one because we had negative volume on the NYSE despite the S&P 500 finishing up over 2% on the day. Kip mentioned that he didn't know if he had ever seen that before. Well, we did a little additional research on that last night, which showed us that had never happened before in the history of the S&P 500, where it finished up over 2% and had negative volume on the day. So really interesting move there. Volume today, though, came in very strong, coming in just under 6 to 1 positive on the NYSE and just over 4 to 1 positive for the NASDAQ. So strong day all around for our internals today, continuing to point that this move is very real. That's what the VRA investing system is telling us based off of those metrics right there. Looking at our sectors on the day today, we finished with 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day. Another interesting occurrence here, materials 
were our lagging sector yesterday. Today they led up 4% for materials. We were followed there by technology. Love to see technology having a big day. Uh, tech leads the market and semis lead tech. Let's see where the semis finished today. Had a nice day as well. Up almost 4% for the semis today. So good day for tech and the semis. Just what you want to see. Followed there by financials, industrials, and consumer discretionary. Energy was our laggard on the day today. Was positive earlier in the day. Finished down just barely, 0.04%. Energy uh, oils uh, was also down. I'll get to that more here in a second. That, while we take a look at our VRA commodity watch. Gold having a great day today. Uh, up 2.8% to 1,950 an ounce. But the real action here was in the miners. GDX, the miner ETF, was up a huge 7.25% today. That's exactly what you want to see at the beginning of a big move higher for the metals and the miners. When the miners start outperforming like this, when you see 2 to 1 or 3 to 1 outperformance of miners to gold, that's a very bullish signal. And also, right now, we are entering seasonally the most bullish period for this group when this group tends to have big moves it's from now until the end of february so we've been long this group for a long time we've been talking about it here on the podcast for a long time this is a must own group here and we saw it in silver today as well so during big moves like this in gold and silver Silver is almost always the leader. That's another bullish sign. And we saw that again today. Silver up over 6.5% now to $25.45 an ounce. So just about a little over double the movement in gold today. Historically, like I said, that's another sign for a big move higher. Copper also up slightly today now, up about a quarter of a percent to $3.11 a pound. And oil, as I mentioned earlier, falling today down 1.58% to $38.53 a barrel. Lastly for today here, possibly one of the one of the biggest uh, movers on the day today and just an absolute tremendous move that we've seen here is Bitcoin up Again today, huge, 8.48%, now to 15184 a Bitcoin. That's the first time it's gotten above 15000 since January 2018 when it was falling from its almost 20000 peak in December of 2017. So great momentum here in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies that we're seeing as well. That speaks volumes to what we're seeing in the turmoil really all over the world, the ECB announcing that they're going to be issuing more stimulus likely towards the end of the year. So cryptos is another space that we're watching closely and want to be in. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top. We'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.